Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. Nick and Ivy Brewing. They were killing it in Lockport this weekend at the uh, Canal Days. I wish I could have gone to that, but I was at the Dead Shows instead. We'll talk about that. Thanks yes. for joining us. Yeah. We appreciate it. Wow. <laughs> well, while sipping everything through a straw. Uh, I did have concession food is not easy. We'll get into that, too. That was like really mm. it was a challenging food weekend. Uh, but thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias at I'm Fat Pod. That's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. We have our YouTube page, YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. We drop our episodes every Tuesday. Podcast goes live Monday. Videos go live on Tuesday. So check that out. Make sure you like and subscribe uh, that page as well. And you're following us on your favorite podcast apps. Five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify are appreciated. If you want to chip in a few bucks a month, there's a couple ways to do that. You can do it via Spotify with the link in our description. You can do it via Patreon, patreon.com slash imfatpod. Or you can buy some merch from us at imfatmerch.com. That's powered by our friends at Tee Public. There is always a sale going on at Tee Public. That's the envelope I held Wait. up to show Rick. These are his shirts. They just sent them to me in yes. one box, and I finally found the cord for my scale. So now I can weigh this and use my stamps.com thing and send them off your way. So I'll get those in the mail for you today, Rick. It's the only kind of good scale. That's right. That's right. So uh, for those that don't know, I think I probably talked about it last week that I was getting uh, did. my wisdom teeth out and then another broken molar. Uh, buddy, it's not been fun. It is not been <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it's not been a good week. So uh, I'm 45. For those that don't know, I was told to get my not wisdom getting a whole teeth hell out. of a lot better. No, that's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> they told me when I was 15 to get my wisdom teeth out. And mm. I was like, yeah, sounds good. I'll make that appointment right now. And then didn't go back to the dentist for another, what, probably 20 years. Um, Did you give him the HJ mechanic on the way yeah, out the door? Yeah, I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a scene in uh, Slapshot where. Mm-hmm. They're at the bar and a fan comes up to Paul Newman's like, hey, you guys got to get the power play going. And he gives him like the most dismissive, like, yeah, 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 sure. Whatever yeah. you say, buddy. Uh, that was very much the emotion I was feeling. So finally, because I broke this tooth, I'm like, screw it. I'm getting dental surgery. I might as well just take care of all of it. Yep. Because the longer I wait, if something goes wrong, the worse it's going to get. So the top, the top wisdom teeth were out. Okay. And the bottom ones were impacted. So like literally laying on their sides. Yeah. Um, and that was like the hard work. And the de- the dentist said, like, there's a small chance that when we take your wisdom tooth out, that it could do like some temporary nerve damage. Okay. And it did. So I have no feeling mm. from like, what do you call it? Like, you know, your, your palate, like in the middle, yeah. like the bottom palate from like the middle to like the end of my left lip on the bottom. I have no feeling on Weird. the lip or on the gum at all. So it's coming back. Like I can feel a tingling and like kind of regenerating and like slowly getting better day to day. So now if there was ever a time to punch Jay in the mouth. Well, it's weird because I know my teeth are there. Yes. But I can't feel how they're working. Yeah. So as it was difficult to eat already without the feeling in these teeth, it's even harder. 
Yeah, that's rough. I'm like, Am I chewing properly? Is is the food back? Are you biting your tongue? <laughs> yes. So the this like the other day I was like, what is this in my teeth? I thought I had something in my teeth, and I'm mm-hmm. like trying to pick it out. It was my gum, but I didn't feel <laughs> myself picking at my gum at all because it's totally numb. I feel like I yeah. have chaw, like in my lip. Yeah, that's the feeling I have. Like it, I don't know if it, I feel like I look like I'm favoring that side a little bit. No. Maybe maybe it's just mental. I feel like I'm talking out the side of my mouth. But anyway. So that's not great. And then mm-hmm. I had like a stitch was like poking me. So I had to go back and I had to like cut the stitch out a little bit. Oh. It's it's not been super pleasant. But I can tell you all about the, the omelets in the greater Homewood area. Because that's what I've been <laughs> eating. Omelets and mashed potatoes. I think I had probably like seven pounds of mashed potatoes this week. So slightly more than average? Yeah, slightly more than average. So yeah, I've had... Uh, I went out for omelets four times this week. To like okay. either Blueberry Hill, which is right by us on Harwood and Homewood, mm-hmm. or went to Gabe's Place, which is our favorite diner in uh, Chicago or Glenwood, Glenwood, Chicago Heights, whatever it is. Um, it's really good. So I'm like, just give me cheese omelets with like the finest diced ham you can because I got to get some protein in my life. So yeah. had that. But I got to say. There's other ways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. Um, okay. <laughs> the, uh, you know, to each their own, but not me, not for me. Right. Uh, um Mashed potato wise, mm-hmm. there used to be an argument for KFC in that they had really good mashed potatoes. Right. They are now the third best mashed potato option from fast food joints. What well, continue to tumble down the rankings? Number one is mm-hmm. Popeyes. Yes. Just the greatest. The bullet. I mean, it's not even close. Popeyes yeah. mashed potatoes. I went through the drive through. And I'm like, I'll have a large mashed potato. And I just pulled over and ate it. And it was delightful. Mm-hmm. Culver's also has excellent mashed potatoes. I've not had theirs. Yes. I usually get them when I get the um, the fish. That'll okay. My side when I get the fish. And then when they throw the fish at you. Yeah. And then a very distant third. I didn't even try KFC this time. Like, screw it. And then Hope wow. made me like a big instant pot full of mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to town on mashed potatoes all week. So, but the Popeyes ones, man, they're yeah. excellent. And like the gravy's kind of a little bit spicy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, was it terrific. So that like if there's an upside to getting your teeth pulled, you can get all the Popeyes mashed potatoes you want. Right. W- without any judgment from anybody. Yeah, but I gotta say, the Culver, don't sleep on the Culver's ones. Interesting. They're good. Yeah. Like they're 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 very damn good. So yeah, it was it was it's been a it's What's frustrating is it's a slower recovery than I'd hoped. Mm-hmm. And I think like if not for this, it's numbness, not like you need your mouth to work or anything. I know. So I was my plan was originally to take off Monday through Wednesday. And then like mm-hmm. Tuesday night, I'm like, I should not work Thursday. There's no way I'll be ready. And then yeah. Friday we were remote. So I was able to do that. So that was fine. So I started really feeling better like Friday afternoon, which is good. Because mm-hmm. then for the last two days, Friday and Saturday, I went to see Dead and Company at Wrigley. We have we've had these tickets for me and my friend Jill go every month. Yeah, I think Jill's Bellworthy probably. Um, mm-hmm. Not every month, every year when Dead and Company come. So we weren't going to miss was, the last. You one. are old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then I had to find what can I eat near or at a ballpark. Well, I mean, if there was ever a show that was going to cater to people who have janky like mouth stuff and possibly have to gum their food, it's probably Dead and Company. <laughs> We'll get to that. <laughs> I was I was very much observing because it's the same all the time. 
the mm-hmm. kind of people you see at a dead show. Yeah. So that's for later in the show. So the first day, Friday, uh, Jill's husband, Ron, drops us off on like racing in uh, Waveland. Okay. And they just opened a Raising Cane's there. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this place is probably not full of drunken idiots. I can eat something quick and get out of there. So I did. And I'm literally yeah. at Raising Cane's with my tenders and I'm like mashing it with my fork to try to like shred the <laughs> chicken. And I'm like, yeah, very daintily eating it because mm-hmm. again, I can't. How was there? How was there one sauce option? I actually like that sauce. Okay. I don't know what it is. I wish they had more. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But it is a good sauce. I will give them that. Okay. Um, so that was all right. And then like try to get a few fries down. Boy, think next time you eat, pay attention yeah. to what side of your mouth you chew on. Isn't everything on the right? It depends. See, for me. I found mm-hmm. this week that I must chew everything on the right side of my mouth. And didn't I tell you last week I said to my dentist, that's the tooth I use the most? And she laughed at me. Yes. It yes. is absolutely true the tooth I use the most. I think it's because at different points I've had like sensitivity to a tooth on one side or the other. So I'll just shy away. So I've become chewing ambidextrous. Oh, nice. That's a good talent. Put that on your resume. Yeah. <laughs> Lord knows I can use it. Can chew for both sides of the mouth. <laughs> Sir, you're hired. Um, right. But then I think maybe I do do both sides, but because of the numbness mm-hmm. and I'm you like trying, doo-doo. I'm trying to find the, uh, like the balance of the food. So I don't bite back too far. It's been a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so the raising canes worked and then Jill got a pretzel and said, here, try okay. to eat this. And I was like eating it like a bird, like just kind of pecking yeah. at the corners of it. Well, you've been studying them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've been observing the birds and then, uh, on the way home Friday, I was still hungry. I'm like, I'm just going to go to McDonald's and see what I can do. So I got mm-hmm. two six-piece nuggets. Yeah. It's the one on, like, what's it, like, Damon? Like, right off the highway in Damon. There's, like, a Chick-fil-A there, whatever. Like, Damon, Elston okay. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me to, for to me, for me to eat 12 nuggets, it took me from there to uh, Guaranteed Rate Field. Oh, wow. For me to eat a 12-piece nugget, usually... Mm-hmm. By the time I'm out of the parking lot, three are probably gone. Yeah. Like, oh, just got the bag, eat one, get the seatbelt back on, put the ball yeah. away, you know, got one it, in it's my mouth. The, <laughs> it's the 40-year-old virgin principle. I've checked it twice since I've been here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it took me a good, like, half hour to nub my way through uh, 12 Chicken McNuggets. Um, mm-hmm. But yesterday was better. Again, got chicken tenders from Wrigley with fries, and that was okay. And then I came home, and I had... Chef Boyardee mini ravioli in the can. Oh, good living. Authentic, authentic Italian food. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Yeah. I, ca- I missed that drop. <laughs> May I come in? <laughs> <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee. Um, yeah. So, hey, as, as, as canned pastas for under a dollar go, the mini ravioli <laughs> from uh, Chef Boyardee gets five stars for me. That was, That really hit the spot. So nice. that's been it. That's all I've eaten all week. Omelets, mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, chicken tenders, mm-hmm. some nuggets that I nibbled through, like half of a pretzel, and that's so it. So did you have some, like, temperature sensitivity? Like you didn't try and go ice cream? Oh, I did do – thank you. I did do ice cream. I don't know how I mm-hmm. forgot this. I could, Probably because it was so early in the week, and I was mm-hmm. on Norco, so I was really out of it. I oh, okay. finally got the Ben & Jerry's ice cream Sammy. Which oh, is, okay. uh, let me pull it up so I have it correct. Uh, mm-hmm. It was really good. It has ice cream sandwich bits in it. When I say that, I mean like the, you know, like the soft, 
uh, ice cream sandwiches you get like from as a kid, not like yeah. an Oreo. Yeah, the ones that always stick to your fingers. Yes, that's yes, that's exactly it. Okay, so here I'm pulling it up now. Buh, buh, buh. Vanilla ice cream with chocolate sandwich cookies and chocolate cookie swirls. So Ooh. it's delicious. Like this is, I think this is replaced. Um, milk and cookies is my favorite. Wow, just because of okay. the texture of it. And I took down a pint in like two sittings. Nice. Easy, like easily, easily in two sittings. So I'm still a sucker for Americone Dream. That I love, but was not an option this week because I didn't want to stab myself. Right. Um, That's fair. <laughs> well, I did want to stab myself, but now with the uh, ice cream cone, I was just very frustrated with the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it could have been worse, but I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. If you're a if you're a youngin, let's say you're in your 20s and a few years ago, your doctor said, get your wisdom teeth out. Just go do it. Yes. Let's go do it. And I said to Addy, I go, when you find out, do it, because then we have to pay for it and you won't have to pay for it. Like I have to pay for right. it. Right. Um, and just get it done because it's it's because I waited so long that it's so complicated. Yeah. The doctor said I have very dense bone. And that's why it was so hard to <laughs> on brand. And then she I guess I was like, I vaguely remember this. Hmm. That I like kind of woke up. Oh. Or in like the middle? Yeah, or I at least like kinda I remember and maybe like a vague consciousness. Yeah, like I said, like I'm okay or something. And I remember someone like taking my hand and putting it down. Oh. Like I raised my hand up or something. They said I was crossing my legs a lot. So they kept like upping the dose of whatever. Yeah, of whatever it was to knock me out. But then I have no recollection of leaving or like getting because I woke up in recovery and like hope was sitting there and I'm like, I'm in a different Mm -hmm. room. Like, how did I get to a different room? Yeah. You know, so yeah, it was it was the whole thing was weird, but I, I did not like mm-hmm. it. I don't I'm not one of those people that hates the dentist. I kinda right. like going and get my here. teeth cleaned. But this was this has been too long and I still I'm not even I feel like maybe I'm seventy percent back. Okay. So today during breakfast I got a big piece of a mm-hmm. stitch came out, which is kinda gross. Lovely. But at least not poking my cheek anymore, which is nice. So Right. Uh, I don't, I don't for like weirdness with, uh, with that happening. I don't think I'm betraying any confidences here. Uh, when Sam got her wisdom teeth out, apparently she was loopy enough. She, she gets up for some reason, got emotional about it and wanted to keep the teeth. So they I, were like, uh, so they were like, uh, sure. Here you go. <laughs> Friggin' weirdo. I, I actually, I'm, fu- <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because I wanted to see it. Yeah. And I, I didn't ask. I'm going to ask when I go, cause I got to go back because of the implant, mm-hmm. this is going to be like a four to six month process. So oh, I have to go oh, back okay. like every few weeks. And I'm going to say, how broken was that tooth? How broken <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was not great. Mm-hmm. It was not great. It was it's worse than I thought it would be. But and I'm pretty good. Like I'm I have a high pain threshold, but my mm-hmm. discomfort threshold is not hard. Is not high. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, uh, like uh, I got a headache. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. Or I got a sore or whatever. But when I'm just like constantly aware of my mouth. Yes. That's what's annoying. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. And to not be high at a dead concert was hard. Because <laughs> I can't smoke because the sucking motion True. you can't do. So I went to a, I went to a dispensary on the way mm-hmm. there. And I'm like, all right, I can't chew anything gummy. I can't smoke anything. Yeah. What do you got for me? And they're like, well, we got these hard candies. All right. Don't bite it again, dumbass. Um, right. But I had one of those, but it didn't quite do enough. Do trick. Yeah. So whatever. Mm. 
It was fun. So um, we'll tell everybody about Nick and Ivy, and then I'll tell you about the kinds of deadheads. Because okay. there's a lot. Okay. Nick and Ivy, our new sponsor from Lockport. We told you all about them last week. And a couple people went out and checked it out this week, which we appreciate. Thank you for doing nice. that. Someone tagged us on Facebook. I should have taken down the name. I'm sorry, but I didn't. Um, go visit Nick and Ivy Brewing Company, 1026 South State Street in Lockport, Illinois. They're a family-owned small business, like all of our sponsors are. Um, you want to go support those at all times, especially in this economy. They need your help, but Nick and Ivy is a great place you're going to love. They're a brewery. They try to produce all sorts of styles from traditional European beers to all the modern styles people are falling in love with. They're different because they embrace sports and sports culture, nine TVs that are tuned to all the local sports games as well as national games, and they've got a ton of live music, open open mic nights on Tuesday uh, and every Friday and Saturday. They have acts come and play on their stage. They've got a nice elevated stage. It's not just bums showing up with guitars. It's right. good music. People that know what they're doing. Awesome vibe. Totally zero pretension in there. And whether you're like a beer connoisseur and you love really complicated stuff or you just want to have a nice cold beer on a hot night, Nick and Ivy's got your back. Whatever you're looking mm-hmm. for, check them out on social. Nick and Ivy Brewing. That's Facebook and Instagram. Their website is NickIvyBrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y Brewing. Dot com Again, Nick and Ivy Brewing Company, 1026 South Street Street in Lockport, Illinois. Really good stuff. Get that beer, get that beer of dreams, that Vienna lager. It is awesome. That was my favorite of the ones that we tried when we were there. I get to drink again today because my antibiotics are over. Nice. So I'm going to I'm going to get that uh, learned on the street. That's going to be my celebration beer tonight. So I'll have a full review of that next week. Cannot wait. Awesome. Uh, but f- can I do a quick taste yes, test? Course. Yeah. Since we've been talking about mushy things yeah, before you get to your deadheads, I found something that apparently this is, it, it came out last year, but I didn't notice it until uh, yesterday. Old Bay seasoned goldfish. Yes. Things Jay couldn't eat for the last week for 500. I could pour milk on them and mash them up. <laughs> oh God, that sounds <laughs> awful. Okay. So for just a size can. You know, our size and also like the the color for those watching on the YouTubes, a little like more oyster crackery color, which is awful for me to hold because I'm white wearing a white shirt with like a cream ish like wall color behind me. So I just look all kinds of white. White. But what? Uh, <laughs> he gave another great one in the. Uh, uh heat celtic series like Derek white hit this huge three and he just same way just leaned in those white <laughs> Harlan's great the best, i man. love kevin harlan he's so good okay so old bay seasoned goldfish tough to get a crunch on something that small that's what she said yeah yep yeah that basically can't be bad. if you like old bay yeah, if you like Old Bay at all, it's gonna be great. Like, I love Old Bay. I'm I'm happy for things. I love that Old Bay's like kind of becoming more mainstream because I'm not a big seafood person, but getting Old Bay on non seafood things is awesome. They have um, I think you know this uh, Old Bay sunflower seeds, but you probably don't eat those because yes. do they're technically nuts. And I, no, I've I've had sunflower seeds like when I played baseball. Okay, oh, look. More goldfish. Oh, look more. 
Yum. You almost so, got that one in your mouth there. Good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chewing on the left side this time. But yeah. yeah, it's basically if you like Old Bay, then this is this is for you. You get the like just little tiniest bit of heat on the back end with it. But it is, yeah. It's just right, it's just right up the alley. They don't mess around with um with messing with the seasoning at all, trying to do anything on their own too much. Like it's it's fantastic. Yeah, you so don't, you don't need to mess with that. No. Old Bay, good. Breaking news. Um, where'd you find it? The jewels. Nice. Okay. I'll I'm gonna be the so jewels it today. is. Yep. So go to the jewels, celebrate being able to eat things by getting some old bay goldfish. I'm gonna I by the way, I found the ice cream Sammy at Meyer. It's the only place I've been able to find it so far. Okay. So Meyer always has a good selection of like ice cream and like it's like dessert dairy desserts. They are they've got an expansive selection. Yeah. I, you're right. Their their ice cream section is impressive, and mm-hmm. they highlight it. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's got its own aisle of. It's, I know every place technically has that, but they really do a good job of making sure you see it. Mm-hmm. It's not like just some random like Target. It's always the back wall. Yeah, you know, or Jewel, and it's kind of mixed in. And Jewel, it's kind of mixed in. It's fine. It's there, but it's but yeah, at Meyer, they're like, look at this shit. <laughs> Take a look at this. Yeah, it's like I think it's not a blue wall, so it's not a different colored wall. It really stands out. Mm-hmm. So I will. Hopefully, I can find some more because I I need yes. more of that stuff. That was great. Mm-hmm. So so good. Um. All right, I'm gonna look for those. I think I should be able to eat those soon. Today I had yes. with my almond. I had some sort of crispy hash browns and did okay. So nice. I'm working my way up. We're getting there. Um, but I want to mention, so mm-hmm. as I was not high or drunk or slightly inebriated at the dead show, I was just doing people a lot watching. of a lot of people watching. And there's always like this. You all people at a dead show will fall into like one of several categories. Mm-hmm. So you've got. I didn't write them down, so I'm just top of my head. Sure. You've got legitimate hippies. Yes. Like people that don't have a home that just travel around with the dead and they're barefoot and they're dirty and they smell oddly good. Cause it's like all oils and like mm. they've like gone beyond BO now yeah. to where they're almost like a tree. It's my favorite deodorant flavor <laughs> uh, scent, not yeah. flavor. Yeah. Like, okay. They've gotten through the stinky stage and now they've taken mm-hmm. on like a mossy essence to them. You know, <laughs> like, Oh, they kind of smell like pine or it's patchouli, which is one of my favorite smells. So um, you got those people. And somehow this group never changes in age. They're always like young to mid 20s. And they're always there. And all the women are super hot. (laughs) And like, that's just so that there's that group, the legitimate dirty hippies. Then there's the old hippies that all their friends like went on to become investment bakers. But they were like, we're not still doing this. We're not still following the dead for the next 40 years of our lives. No, we're just, right. you guys are going to have like a family now. Okay. Well, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> there's those guys. <laughs> then there's my favorite, which hmm. are the peers of the dead. So these are the people that are the same age as the members of the grateful dead. Late Isn't that 70s? an AMC series? I think so. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> the peers of the dead. So yeah. you're talking like 75, 80 year old people who are like on the back end of, the dead demographic Life. when they came out, 
Mm-hmm. So they're there doing what they can do at their advanced age, trying to get in one more show or whatever. Um, then you've got the guys who left the hippie scene to become investment bankers that are super rich mm-hmm. have completely lost touch with what the whole thing's about, but then try to like recapture it for one weekend. And they all dress like Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the denim yep. hat. Like yes. the, the weather dad hat with some sort of like Columbia button down shirt. And they're well, they have to, they have to dress respectable to be able to get out the house without getting yelled at. Right. And then you have one of two options. You just ride with that or you have a second set of clothes sitting in the car waiting for you to then change into. Yeah, it's like rich beach wear. Yes. Like, here's a linen shirt that costs $450. I'm going to wear it to the dead show. Yeah. Right. Then mm-hmm. you've got the people, boys and girls, that are there for the scene. Mm-hmm. They're there to get high and drunk and wear tie dye or wear beads or whatever the girls want to wear. Right. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else falls into my category. Yes. I just really like the music. And I like going to the shows and taking in the whole thing and then leaving. And then when it's over, I'm a Grateful Dead fan, but I don't have to give away my life for it. I don't have to. Oh, and there's always like the unexpected member of government that is like, <laughs> that's like it. That, that guy's a dead what? head? No way. Was our guy there with those he air horns? Was not. No. Uh, Bill Walton was not there. He's been there before. That's not who I was talking oh, about. Oh, who are you talking about? Well, you're talking about people in politics. Who's our guy with the air horns? Oh, J.P. Pritzker. No, I don't think yeah. he would do. I don't think he would do well at a at a dead so show. Either. It's too too hot, <laughs> way too hot for our guy, uh, J.P. Mm-hmm. Pritzker. Now we would like to give a warm welcome to our <laughs> governor, J.B. Pritzker. <laughs> Let's make some noise. But I was bummed that Bill Walton wasn't there. Yeah, because the cool thing is Walton just goes in the crowd. He just buys a general admission ticket and then they like pan out on the crowd and you see a guy who's like torso yeah. up <laughs> and then he just puts his arms out. And, it, and did it, you see that? Yeah, there's a new crazy. 30 for 30 on him. I cannot wait to watch that. Yeah, because there's got to be some dead stuff in there for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I am a dead head. Like, I, I mm. really am. Uh, I've never traveled with the band. You know, like I'm planning my first tattoo and it will probably be something dead adjacent. Um, oh, okay. Like I love the dead. Don't get me wrong. Like I identify as a deadhead, but you can always just put people at a show mm-hmm. into one of these. And I'm sure I'm missing a couple, but like, oh, and there's also, I see this guy at every show. You ever see the lost boys? Yes. The sweaty saxophone guy. <laughs> yes. Somehow that guy's at every dead show I've ever been to. It's the same mm-hmm. guy every year. Super tan with a mm-hmm. slick like to the head, slicked back mm-hmm. hair, ponytail that is almost like dripping. I can kind of yeah. hear the soul glow music playing as he walks by like deadhead Pat Riley. Yes. And tan like beyond like okay. what is George Hamilton. Was that the actor's name? Who's always super tan? I think so. Just think that like think the tannest you can think of and then go like four degrees more tan. Yeah. And I think this guy's probably a guy that tours with the band. So he's just outside all day. Okay. So. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun, though. What I love about Dead Shows is the The contact high that the venue is just like whatever. 
if you're not an idiot, we're going to let it fly. Like, yeah, like they know what they're getting into. Yes, they know. And it's an understanding. And the crowds are respectful. They treat each Mm -hmm. other well. Like if someone's in trouble, everybody helps. Like there's no, I'm sure there's exceptions, right? Anytime you get 80,000 people together, there's going to be assholes. But like, it is truly what I love going to shows about is it is truly like a vibe, as the kids say, Mm -hmm. where everybody's in the same mood. Everybody's happy. And I want to shout out the people at Wrigley for executing this so flawlessly. I saw a lot of people online this week kind of bagging on the socks for how tough the game experience was two shows yeah. at Wrigley tons of people most of them under the influence of something they did a great job and I was watching them as like things would go wrong in the crowd mm-hmm. they would have security with like these long like stick um, like flashing lights like red lights and they would all move to an area and put their hands up and it would cause like a square around a section so it would tell the medics like where to go Oh, like oh would, almost like um almost like in golf when they have the person that when the, the shot goes awry, they have the person standing there. Yeah, yeah. But so you could see like we were in the we were like in a one hundred level like behind home plate. Mm-hmm. But people in general mission, which is the outfield, you would see every now and again four of these red lights would go up and then security would head to that area and they would just kind of like quadrant off a spot, boom, 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 take mm-hmm. care of it, get the person out of there, whatever they need. And move on. So the people at Wrigley handled it great. It is a very difficult situation with a lot of entrances and mm-hmm. tons going on. So uh, props to the people at Wrigley for executing the concerts wonderfully. It was great. It was a great nice. weekend. So remember, two years ago, I went to see the dead the day I got my vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> and then this year, a uh, week after getting five teeth pulled. So hopefully next time I see whatever iteration of the dead comes back, I feel a little bit better. That'd probably be good. I would think so. You would hope at least. Yeah. Well, I know uh, Sam had a good week, tried something new that you hadn't had before. Want to tell people about it? Yes. So she'd been to Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. Like this, this, uh, this was not news. It's in that general area salute of where, of where she lives. But I get this text and I knew that there was an, it was a night where Sam, her sister, and her mom were working on her townhouse because she's getting real close to being able to move in. So they're trying to, you know, push that across the finish line. And I get this text, something to the effect of, how dare you not tell us how good the brownies are at Fredo's? Like, they're, they're not just good. They are holy crap good. And we're like, yes. This this is this has been a thing. We may, maybe more often than not we say cookies when it comes to Fredo'sBakery.com, but it is also those brownies though yeah. are incredible. I feel like we've properly sold the brownies too. I think Sam needs to go it back. Could, and it could well it could have <laughs> been that we got our nice like big like two pound packages of brownies from Fredo's mm. around uh, Christmas time. And I may not have sold them enough in that regard. Meaning you didn't share any of them? I think I shared some, but <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I got a little bit, I got a chided it a little bit for that, but every, all three of them were like, these are like earth shattering brownies. So not just all the great stuff at Fredo's when it comes to the I'm fat burger, grilled cheese, 
pizza, you know, the Cajun bites, the mozzarella sticks, the literally everything on the menu, and it's a vast menu, but also Fredo'sBakery.com for all your cookie and brownie needs. Like, I'm telling you, like, we've said it a million times, and it's not BS. It's so good. Just go there. If you're not, if you don't live that close, make a day of it. Yeah, make a trip. Find some other stuff to do in that area. Like if Woodfield's something you want to go, like you could easily do Fredo's, Woodfield, Woodfield and Fredo's. Like if that's something, got some shopping you want to do in that area, there's plenty of shopping and there's plenty of Fredo's, plenty of great things you can eat. So it's worth the trip. It's fantastic. And uh, you get to hear us on the speakers talking about Fredo's. Yeah. 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, Fredo'sPizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com, at Fredo's Pizza on Instagram. And if you place an online order, use that code I'm fat and you'll save 10%. Um, you sent me some pictures this week of some lovely fried stuff. Tell me about it. Yes. Okay. So I did a places I've been before, but hadn't been for a minute. So the pictures are from Shoeless Joe's ah, in Addison. My wife left me, and all I got left is this measly restaurant. <laughs> Love those commercials. So these are their their chicken fingers. They're known for their chicken fingers. They're very, very good. It's if you think of, and you can kind of tell just by the picture if you're watching on the YouTubes, think of like a Chili's chicken finger in terms of style. Yeah. But it's a much a much better elevated version of that really really good the barbecue sauce is like a sweeter barbecue sauce and it's a little thicker so it really sticks on there and those waffle fries that the chicken fingers are sitting on seasoned really well like that is when a place is taking the time to truly season their fries well and like put the time and effort into it you know you're gonna have a good experience my mouth is watering thinking of this Mm -hmm. even though i just had it a couple days ago so that was fantastic. But the showstopper is the other picture, which, Jay, you would not be interested in. That is a huge plate of fried pickles. I will try it. I, I have mentioned it's just like the fry and like the seasoning in, in their batter is so good. And somehow, like with a fried pickle, a lot of times it's you can't quite just have like a quick bite through. Just by the nature of a pickle. Right. These, like, you can easily pop them. Some of them are big enough where they are multiple bite, but just it's an easy bite. It's so good. Like, the quality of their batter goes from the chicken to the pickles, and they know they have something right there, so they lean into it. It looks good. Some of the best, it's not a super, it's not like a spicy fried pickle. Like some of them, it's like they'll definitely have like cayenne in there or whatever to give it a little kick. Not necessarily that, but just the flavor is so good that if you are anywhere near Shoeless Joe's and Addison, like go and you can find like there's plenty of good stuff on the menu. I have had their uh, Merck's cheeseburger, which is fantastic. And those chicken fingers are or tenders are great. So and also, you can see plenty of drink options as well. Yeah, what so are the, go, that's like that's a great date night. What's the cocktail there in the Stella glass? Sangria. Oh, yeah, that was good. So Sam got herself some sangria. I got the center line from Alter Brewing. Really good. Like just for sitting outside, it was like 
perfect temperature where we were sitting in the sun and in the sun, it was a great temperature. If we were in the shade, it might've been a hair cold, at least for Sam, you know, for me, I'm basically an inferno. You're happy at all times. Yes. So it was, it was like the perfect date night to just, you know what we wanted? Good fried food. You know what we got? Good fried food. It looks awesome. And a couple of drinks. It was it was fantastic. So I, and it's a cool it's a cool place there too. If you fry something, I will mm-hmm. try it. If you fry yes. it, you'll try it. That should be my <laughs> should be my slogan. because uh, yes. like cauliflower, I don't love. But then Same. a fried cauliflower, like sign me up. Mm-hmm. Fried eggplant, sign me up. Like I'm, I'm down. So I'll try. A fr- I don't know if I ever tried a fried pickle. I will try a fried pickle. This is one if of you're going foods. to that. Pl- like there, uh, fried pickles are kind of like onion rings, where if it's not done well, it can be disappointing. Okay. But if it's done really well, then it's fantastic. Yeah. So like one of those where if you're gonna try them, and I understand you're not a pickle guy, so it could still be a fantastic fried pickle, but just you're not down with pickles generally. That that's one that's worth trying. Um, yes, I will try that. I, I remember being at Shoeless Joe's for some score event. I'm like, damn, the food here is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. stuff. Yeah. It's really, and just like they have a ton of outdoor space. Uh, like it's a, it's a, it's a good building too. Cause there's plenty of space. You don't feel too cramped. Tons of TVs around for whatever you want to watch. Uh, I think which, I, I don't know which game of the Stanley Cup final was on, but it was kind of in my purview. So it was like, oh, there's something sports going on tonight. So I was halfway paying attention to that uh, as well. And that's why we were sitting outside. So I I really like that place. Like there are times where Sam will be like, huh, what should we do for food? And like in my head, I'm like, I kind of want Shoeless Joe's again. But I'm like, no, let's let's steer away from that a little bit. Eh, uh, you can do yeah. it. But another sports bar that I went to, another one where it's like I've been there before, but it had been a minute. Mm -hmm. Miller's Ale House. Oh, so good. Like there's the one in, I think it's considered Lombard or Oak Brook, whatever it is. It's on Butterfield. Okay. Really good. I was at the one on 59 in Aurora. So I just got the order to go because I I had uh, gotten oil change and stuff for my car. So I was a little early. So I was like, you know what? I can get something different to eat for lunch before I go uh, over to work at the radio station. So I stopped there and I was like, what's something I haven't had before? And I know their mac and cheese that they have. They use shells. Yep. So I got the Buffalo mac and cheese and boy, those like the chopped up zingers that they have with like the medium Buffalo sauce. And then just the shells where you get the cheese just like pooling inside of it. That's a bite right there. I thought that's what you were going to say you got because we went there probably two or three months ago and that's what Hope got. And I I think I may have forgotten to talk about it on the pod. Mm -hmm. You're right about the shells. That makes a huge difference. I don't know. I mean, I understand you said it because it pools up in those pockets, Mm -hmm. but I didn't realize how much cheese those things hold. And yes. yeah, the zingers with that mac and cheese, and it's like a lighter, like a white, like a white cheddar almost. Oh. Yes, Miller's is great, and it's one of those where it's like it's like a local chain. So you think, okay, it can only be so good. No, it is good. Whatever you get, like I'm not a big like nacho plate with a, all the crap on it. Yeah, just because the you know the 
chip integrity and that type of thing, but theirs is fantastic. I've had that before. I mean, and we've been there. I think we've been there for score stuff as well, but man, it's just a great option. Like good amount of options to drink, plenty of stuff you can eat. Like their zingers are fantastic. Um, I think I've had burger, like burger there too. And it's just like when you see the food come out, it's another place, really good seasoned fries. Yeah. That's one of those baseline things. If a place has really seasoned fries, it's probably a good sign that they're going to pay attention to everything else too. Yes. And they've got the big red there, uh, which is a big, I love that huge uh-huh. chicken sandwich. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Huge chicken sandwich. That's great. Um, and what I like about Miller's is it's always got people in it, but it's never insane. Right. Yes. Cause it's not the kind of place where people go for their fantasy football drafts or whatever. It's kind of similar to like, I don't know in terms of vibe, like rock bottom, maybe, maybe not that nice. Yeah, not quite that nice. Maybe like a, somewhere between Red Robin and and Rock Bottom. Yes. Like whatever the middle point there is, that's what Miller's is. Rock Robin? Rock, Rock Robin. Robin? There you go. Yeah. Cock Robin. Your favorite mm-hmm. place. And hobby. Um, all right. <laughs> we got some fats in the news this week. But before we get to that, <laughs> I want to tell you about our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. Uh, giving the CX-30 a workout this weekend, man. Driving to the city Friday and Saturday nights. Man, driving home, I just pray. People are freaking idiots driving yes. at night. It is terrifying. Terrifying to drive home on the Dan Ryan in 57. Because pe- you like look in your mirror like, oh, I'm clear. And then two seconds later, there's like a freaking uh, Hummer going past you at 300 miles an hour. Like, what is <laughs> going on? But feel safe in the CX-30 because of all the great uh, safety features they've had, like the their cameras and the... Uh, lane departure warnings and all those sort of things keeps me focused on the road when I'm driving late at night. I love my Mazdas and I especially love the experience of buying a Mazda from Mazda of Orland Park. And you will too. Give Eric Vates a call 708 444 3200. Go visit them in Orland Park, 8910 West 159th Street, Mazda of Orland Park.com. Oh, no, yeah, there's a uh, Miller's Ale House in Orland Park too. So you can't hmm. go wrong. There's a lot of good stuff in Orland. You got Miller's, you've got Fry the Coop is right there in Harlem. Like 151st in Harlem-ish. Maybe it's a little further south than that. Um, I mean, you've got Ooh. fast food row in Orland. You ever, have you ever had Chicken Shack? No. Or no, not, not Chicken Shack. Chicken and Spice. No. Okay. Well, let's put a pin in that and visit it in the future because I haven't had okay. it in a while. And people are like, it's so good. It's so good. And I've had it twice and been like, meh. So hmm. maybe we'll talk about that later someday. Yes. Um Put a pin in that one for me. But yeah, go visit our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. You'll love it. Um, all right, we got some fats in the news this week. Yes, we do. And our buddy uh, from the Onion Ring of Honor, Andy Reid, uh, was mm. asked to describe the food they were served when they visited the White House. And Andy had it committed to memory. That's for damn sure. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich uh, that they sprinkled a little bit of powdered sugar on. I mean, it was phenomenal. Uh, the guys were... And it was... There was abundance of this, uh, and and then they had uh, chicken fingers, exotic chicken fingers to boot. And then maybe the best part was they had, uh, which I hadn't seen before, but little bite-sized squares of the heart of the watermelon. Now, see, Andy, he really is one of us, man. He he really is, what, and he owns it too, which yeah. is so great. But watermelon is the official fruit of the fats. Yeah, because it's definitely the sweetest and the best. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the fact that he's like, well, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating watermelon. You know, he's thinking that. 
Yes. But I just think someday, instead of Corn Kid, we're going to end the show with... French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's it right yeah. there. I, so he said they sprinkled powdered sugar on it. Was he talking about the ham and cheese, or was he talking about the French toast? I assume the French toast. I would hope the French toast. Yeah. That That's a given, usually. Yeah, I would think so, unless unless Andy's been having some janky French toast. Or did they have, like, a ham and cheese on French toast? Like, fried up, like, French toast doughy oh. bread with ham and cheese? That would work. Hmm. That would be something that I would put in my mouth. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich. Yeah. 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 So I want to know, is that one item or is that three items? <laughs> French toast, grilled cheese, and a ham, ham sandwich. Because you just kind of list it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it again. We got to Zapruder this. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham cheese. sandwich. If there was ever someone that would be one food item for. Yes. I think it's, it's one Andy item. Reed. I think it's one thing. Let's hear it again. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich. Now, what he should have said is French toast, grilled French ham, toast. and cheese. Yes. That would tell you it's one item. Or if it's not one item, French toast, a grilled cheese, and a ham sandwich. I think that he, would separate. Yeah. Well, if anyone's going to combine it to one item, it's Andy. I mean. Yes. I get to see him at his plate like uh, the scene from uh, hang, uh, Hangover with the math flying around his head. And he's like, one item. Yeah. <laughs> and shove an exotic chicken finger in there. What, by the way? What? Yes. <laughs> what this, is this is the question. Finger? <laughs> I, I mean, there are inappropriate things I could say, but of not, of not that variety. Would it be just like a different seasoning or something, like a different type of dry rub than or maybe, he's used to? I I don't know. I I, I imagine the exotic scene, chicken. The scene in Temple of Doom, where they're like chilled monkey brains, and it's like soup with eyeballs in it, and then Andy reaches in there and then exotic chicken fingers. <laughs> what? What makes an exotic chicken finger? I have to know. Exotic chicken finger. They had barbecue sauce okay. and ranch. <laughs> <laughs> they mixed that, them together. Like what? Like what? Okay. What flavor or seasoning combo could, could make exotic? I think it's, I'm imagining he's got to be talking about some kind of breading, like the way it was breaded or the way they were served or something. Cause at the end of the day, it's a chicken filet with breaded. It's braided. Right. Like, it was there something? Yeah. Like, was it a dry rub on top of it? Was it something interesting? Yeah. Like, was it like instead of like cayenne, was it maybe like tahine or something that was put into like the, like, I'm trying to think of something that could be just a slight variation off of what we would normally see that yeah. would, that would make that type of difference. They're braided. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, we need to find out. Maybe there's a picture of the meal, and we can do a little research of that. We'll, we'll look that up for next week. Episode 200, Can we reach way. out to the Kansas City Chiefs? I will do that. <laughs> I will do that and say, hey, let me know what made the chicken finger exotic. Also, if Andy would like to talk about it, we have a podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime of day. 
Um, I'd love to know that. That's for sure. Um, the other fat guy we have in the news, and a lot of people sent this to us. And a lot of people saw it. This is Virginia. I believe he's a closer. Stephen Shock is his name. Uh, when you hear him talk, you'll know what he looks like. But I'll just paint yes. a picture. I wouldn't say fat. Think of former Cub Andrew Chafin, a big beefy boy, okay. like kind of an old school, like 70s reliever type of build, like a like a Rick Sutcliffe kind of a build kind of a yes. guy. So not like a big fatty fat, like a Bartolo Colon, but a big beefy right. dude. Here's his post game interview. Uh, I believe this was on ESPN. Hopefully we don't get taken off of YouTube for this. So we'll do the best we can. This is Stephen yeah. Shock post game. Just enjoy this whole interview for what it is, because it's great on many, many levels. You know, you walk into a stadium, 8,000 people, they all want you to lose. But as long as you got your 26 guys ready to kick ass or kick butt, um, <laughs> you're going to be all right. Sorry, I sweared. I shouldn't have No, sweared. you're good, man. Let, let's go back to that last inning, ninth inning. What are the emotions like entering that inning? Well, the emotions are go in, win. <laughs> I heard a fan offer free dipping dots if I blew it, which the price of dipping dots with inflation is just unreal. So for a brief moment, I was like, damn, dipping dots sound good. But also I thought in the back of my head, we win today, we win tomorrow or tonight. We're going to be here another day. That's more per diem. So that means I can buy my own dipping dots and be a winner. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to attack. I think three words every time I'm out there. The first one's a swear word starts with F. Um, second words attack, third words win. And I just repeat that to myself. Unless, you know, there's a breach in the system and I walk a guy and I got to tell myself I'm a few different things that isn't a winner. Um, I might break that, but then I get right back on it. Just this attack win, you know. And Steve, it's really easy pitching when you got defense like ours. I tell you, it's so easy when, when they're yeah. behind you. As long as you Dynamite keep it in the yard, you, you got a chance which is pretty cool. <laughs> Does anything make you nervous? Caves. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly. Um, nothing really. I mean, I don't see any caves out here. I know we're in the south. If it's not the desert. That's where I find most caves are probably at. But, you know, this is just a game. There's going to be th way harder things in life than striking out the side or not walking somebody. So... I don't really get too caught up in all the jibber-jabber and all the mean things people might say to me because it's just, you know, I think I'm a cool guy. My dogs think I'm awesome. My teammates <laughs> like me. And my friends like me. So I'm going to attack. I'm going to win. I love this dude. He's awesome. <laughs> the best is anything you're afraid of? Caves. He just, like, had it ready Caves. to go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also, I'm with you. That is not, I mean... They look cool as hell on the inside. However, the whole like caving in thing is uh, it's a real possibility. I don't care what anybody says. Why it's called caving in. I, I think people are mm -hmm. like, oh, this was made for me. No, it wasn't. It was made by nature over the courses of billions of years. So don't yes. expect like a handrail in there. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. So, right. yeah, but just I, I love guys like that. And it, honestly, like the perspective of like, it's just great. playing a game. And like, we showed that to Addy and hopes like, listen to him. Like, it's not the end of the world. You walk somebody, big deal, right? There's going to be yeah. harder things you face in life than struggling in a ball game. So 
I just love that. I love the guy. I just love the whole vibe that guy had. And he, he was, he right. fits into certainly one of the categories, uh, yes, <laughs> of people does. I saw at the dead show. That's for damn sure. Yes. Also a hundred percent correct about dipping dots. Yeah. Expensive. Always been expensive. Even more now with inflation. Yeah. And it's the ice cream of the future still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years after launch. Yeah. It's That's, good though. Yeah. Dippin' dots it are damn good. good. Don't get me wrong. They're real good. Um, I have not had them in for, I'm going to get them next time I'm at a game. They are great for a ballpark setting. Yeah. They are incredibly cold. Yes. Oh, I forgot and to mention a little hard and a little more difficult to, uh, to like spill or like it's, or it's not as consequential if a dipping dot like hits your pants and rolls off as opposed to like you have ice cream and it's just like right there. Yeah. I forgot to mention this, by the way. Hmm. Friday, I got a malt cup at the dead show. You know, like a chocolate malt. You're not and helping I, the uh, being old thing. I took the cover off. I wanted something mm-hmm. cold. And it was like icy and gooey. Is it supposed to be like creamy, like a frosty, like a frozen frosty? Yes. Yes, it is. I like took the top off. It has like a paper top. And it had like stringy sugar like caramel and it wasn't caramel but it was like that consistency i had to like okay. do this and it was gooey i mean it was good because no. it was cold and it was helping me sure but that's not it though yeah i wanted a malt i wanted like a nice cup of like frosty that's what i was thinking yeah. of so okay let's just wait hold on the word moment before yeah. we move on yes this guy's slogan of f attack and win yes I'm stuck on the first one. Tim Beckman likes it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> uh, but okay, as a pitcher, mm-hmm. yes, you want to attack. Yes. Yes, you want to win. Sure. Where does the F word part come into that? Before um, the game, after, both? Night before routine? Could be. Could be. Hmm. Now, if it's Tim Beckman, you have to add an extra letter. So would it be like what he had now? So it could be fawn. Fawn. Yes. F attack win now. Fawn. But they'd have to say it wrong. Right. <laughs> Found. Oh man. That that guy that guy is awesome. Failing upwards. So many people. Yes. It's amazing. That, you know, I, I'm sure we won't remember, but next March Fatness. He should be involved. Have him make a bracket. Either have him make a bracket or be in a bracket. One of the two. Oh yeah, he fits both. So does Brett Bielema. They've got a lot of. <laughs> That's uh, very true. Illinois is helping us out big time. That's for sure. All it's, right, should we get to ask for really that? Are. We kind of have a lot. Oh yeah, let's do it. All right. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, sriracha, six pepper, Cajun, chorizo, and jardinera bacon. By the end of this week, the rosemary and the ranch bacon will be ready, so make sure you get on that. Bacon jams are the original. Uh, Bourbon is getting made tonight. Uh, I also have pineapple and the cherry jalapeno. Thanks for all your orders this week. Looking forward to filling them for you and getting a bunch of these new flavors going. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. 
don't forget about Charlie's great merch, the hats, the buttons, the hockey jerseys, the uh, all the stuff. He's got a lot of it, T-shirts, all of it. So get in touch with Charlie, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com, at charliethebaconguy on Instagram, and at czthebaconguy on Twitter. A couple of things to know if you've not ordered from Charlie before. Yes, you're going to order a lot of bacon, as you should. It freezes up beautifully. It never goes yep. bad. It is vacuum sealed. I have found bacon from like two years ago that I just fell to the bottom of the chest freezer we have. Take it out, thaw it out under some warm water, or let it thaw out overnight, and it is absolutely perfect. I am very sensitive to freezer burn. Like, mm-hmm. that taste is... Like, if I open ice cream and there's crystals, I will toss the ice cream. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm that I'm that picky about it. Um Charlie's does not get ruined at all by freezer. So order as much as you want. Get in touch with him. Order some for friends. Summer's coming. Throw it on the Blackstone. You know, throw it up on the griddle. It is just delicious. It makes everything you get better. And look, with all the flavors he offers, you can really have a lot of fun with it. Like that ranch bacon is great on a BLT. The chorizo bacon is spicy. Put in a taco. Like the possibilities are endless. So check it out, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com, at charliethebaconguy on Instagram, and at czthebaconguy on Twitter. And again, don't forget about the merch. We got a couple voicemails today, kind of long. So shorten them up next time, fellas, but that's okay. We'll get to them. You want to leave us a message, 708-858-3314. Hey, Jay and Rick, it's Government Fromage, your favorite person out in the far northwest hinterland suburbs. Uh calling uh jay kudos on your top golf experience however um if you go to the top golf app uh if you buy 150 dollars worth of gift cards you get 50 dollars bonus so it's pretty much the same so pro tip to anybody who doesn't want to make the trip or have the membership to buy the discount cards you can they'll give you the discount uh right there the other thing you did was you bought apps which is a huge mistake at top golf the deal is buying six entrees that aren't winged. Because if you buy six entrees, you get six entrees for $55, and it doesn't matter what the price is. So you get a huge break on your food bill um, by buying six entrees. So that's another thing. Uh, and if anybody hasn't been to Top Golf and wants to check it out for themselves, head to MWF go.com uh, Mason Laws Foundation Golf Outing October 1st at Top Golf in Schaumburg Schaumburg come check it out and uh, help a nice small local charity in the uh, process as well all right boys enjoy uh, Jay good luck on the uh, congrats on the weight loss uh, the former fat all right that's enough fromage yeah right I need you trolling me jerk <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah you don't need to troll me fromage after all that all right but here, if you want to go to the golf outing, mwfgo.com, October 1st at Top Golf in Schaumburg. And hey, Schaumburg, that's where Fredo's is. So go do mm-hmm. that. Um, good hacks on the Top Golf, by the way. Appreciate that. That's good to know. Yeah, I, that's awesome. I think when you're with a ton of people, you're just like, whatever's easy. I just want to make it easy. I don't want anyone to have to pay more than they want to. So let's just all do our own thing. But five entrees for 50 or six entrees for 55 bucks. Yeah, that gets it done. That gets it done, so do that. All right, next one here. Hey, Fats, it's another Jay from Northern Illinois. I had a few questions today. I haven't called in a few weeks. First off, I was wondering uh, if this is for Jay, if uh, you've had the quote-unquote unfortunate uh, experience of seeing any of your uh, squirrels 
at your anti-squirrel feeder and go flying around, especially this week since you had uh, dental surgery. Question two, or maybe more of a point, uh, is I know a couple weeks ago you guys were talking about uh, the Smokehouse Burger at Culver's and how great it was, uh, and I just want to let you know about a week or two ago I was at Portillo's and they had their Rodeo Cheeseburger uh, which had, like, a couple onion rings and some barbecue sauce and bacon on it. And I honestly thought that was better than the Culver's Burger, primarily because of the bacon. Now, I know you can get bacon on the, the Culver's Burger, and don't get me wrong, I love Culver's, probably one of the best best fast food uh, places. But if there's a spot that I think Culver's lacks short in, it's the quality of their bacon. It's paper thin and... I just don't think that it's uh, nearly as good as all the other competitors. So um, I thought Portillo's uh, Rodeo Cheeseburger was really good. And I swear that Portillo's doesn't get good enough credit for their how, how good their burgers are. They're, they're always fantastic there. Agreed. And then the last point was um, I went to Witch Witch with one of my kids about a week ago uh, off of Route 59 and I-90. Um, and I always love Witch Witch because you get to customize your stuff and, and their food is really good. So I hadn't been in there in a while and I was very disappointed to see that they changed how things are done. They used to have all the sandwiches in different bags and you choose what you wanted on there. But this time they only had two different bags. One was a bag with all their choices. So you choose the sandwich, but you couldn't even customize it, which was very frustrating. Uh, and then the other was the, the build your own sandwich, which I was like, okay, well, I'll build my own. Well, they said you can only have one meat. So I was like, well, this is stupid. So I ordered my go-to, which is the Wicked, which is five meats and three cheeses. But I only think they offered, like, lettuce, tomato, onion, and, like, mayo on it. And I usually get a whole bunch of other stuff on it. So it was really disappointing. Uh, I mean, the sandwich was okay, but... When you can't even get a sandwich the way you like it, um, I think they need to change it back. Yeah, voicemail cut off because it got it was three minutes, but uh, get the point. <laughs> I I had which witch? I had the one in the Pedway, and I was kind of like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, and it was it was a little overcomplicated with the ordering of the sandwich. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Addie's here bringing me a prime. Hi, Addie. <laughs> Rick says hi, Addie. Um, and I I just. For all the work it was, I was like, it just wasn't that good of a sandwich. Yeah. You know, um, and maybe that's why they changed because people are like, this is too complex. But there's also not many of them around here. Yeah. There's one in like outside of the outside of the Pedway. I don't know that I've I can't think of the last time I saw one in the wild. There's one in Tinley or Mokina. I'm not sure exactly which which one it is. Um, it's all the same hmm. thing to me. Um, yeah. Let's see which which that is Mokina. 192nd LaGrange. So maybe I'll okay. try it again, but it seems disappointing if you if you get, if they say build your own, but you actually can't. Yeah, that's weird. That defeats the purpose. So, so something about the okay, how can Portillo's get away with calling it a rodeo burger when like Burger King has had their rodeo burger for years? You're right. Like about even that. just like naming wise, how can they do that? That's weird. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. He's got a point, by the way, about the bacon at Culver's. Yeah, it could be what they should do. Talk to Charlie. Talk to Charlie. Yes, Yes, that will solve their bacon issues. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I will try that. And then as far as the squirrel thing goes. That thing I ordered that like it's like spring loaded. Yeah, it is a hunk of crap. 
I ordered it from, it came from Belgium. So it took like a month to get here. And then it's not glass or thick plastic. It's like flexible bendy plastic. So ah. it hangs on like metal rods and that immediately ripped. So it broke right away. And I'm like, I want to return it, but it's like, it will cost $20 in shipping to return. I'm like, well, then I'm not doing it. So I'm no. just, I'm stuck with it. Bad, bad purchase by me. Um, so it did not work. I did not get to see a squirrel fly. So hmm. that's disappointing. What was the other thing you had in there? That's it, right? Yeah, that was it. All right, and then we got one more here. Hey, Pets, this is Kyle from Northwest Indiana. I just have to uh, share a bounty that I got from McDonald's today. Um, I went in, ordered on the app, and did the curbside pickup because the line is always long at my McDonald's. And I ordered my usual two hot and spicy McChicken sandwiches and an order of fries to go along with my large Coke. It's just, you know, a small snack to have before going to work. I They come up to me with two bags, which is odd, but I figured, hey, whatever. I pull out the food. I got my order, the two hot and spicy chicken sandwiches. I got a 20-piece nugget, and I got three medium orders of fries to go along with my medium Coke, uh, or my large Coke. This has got to be one of the greatest bounties in the steak orders ever, correct? Thanks, guys. Have a great episode, and congrats on 200 next week. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we, were, we really hit that one out of the park. Yeah. Uh, episode 250 celebration coming soon. Yes. Um, we got a, almost a year to plan that. Um, that is a huge... I mean, that's more than doubling your order, basically. Yeah. And I, I wonder how quickly he drove away. See, to me, I go back to the window there. That's a significant... I know it's McDonald's, and they can mm-hmm. afford it. No, but that's a significant amount no. of food that someone's not getting tough. No judgment. I'm just, I live in a guilt, a guilt motivated world. Yeah. You know, who's not McDonald's corporation. Yeah. They're not worried about it. Right. Nope. Yeah, exactly. They are not. I always think about that when I'm like, I'm at Chipotle and someone, they like build a bowl and someone's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I didn't want beans. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And they just throw the entire thing in the garbage. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. that that's a little rough. Clearly they're not too worried about it. Right. Know. Um, so, all right. Well, that's uh, I I am still disappointed about the squirrel thing, but um, yeah, the McDonald's the McDonald's hack is solid. We got a lot of good hacks today. We got the Top Golf hacks. Mm-hmm. That's good. We got good stuff. Yes. We got good stuff here. That's another drop that we used to use all the time. And then we need to do um, we got some voicemails or some emails too. So let's do those. Yes. I'm a little I'm a confuzzled right now. You're Sorry, good. my drugs are kicking in. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. All right. This is from our buddy, John Gallioni, the fattest name in the history of the world. Uh, says Virginia yep. Peacher, St- pitcher, pitcher, Virginia pitcher, Stephen shocks viral interview. Got me thinking that's the interview we played earlier. Mm-hmm. What are the best mall slash food court snacks? Personally, I'm not a huge dip and dots fan because they're oddly chewy for ice cream, but I love the auntie Annie's hot dog pretzel bites. Seriously, if Auntie Annie's had a drive-through, I would be even fatter than I am currently. What are your go-to places that you can usually only find in malls or food courts? Right away, whatever the cookie place is, yep. Mrs. Fields or the Toll House place or whatever. That if I'm at a mall, it is happening. M and M sugar cookie, at least one every time I go to a mall. I know, I know. He said snacks, but when I think mall or that type, it's a bar. Oh, Anything from Sabaro. Absolutely. I don't know if that's a snack, but Sabaro is the best mall food. 
if you're doing it right, it is. If they have one. I haven't seen a lot of those lately. I missed that Pedway one. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was so clutch. I would go there way too often. Oh yeah, but yeah, it was it was multiple times a week. Oh, I mean, at least two for me every week. Yeah, it was right there. And, and the lady in there like never knew your name, but like always knew your face. Yeah. And right. would acknowledge and would acknowledge it. And she, yeah, she was a champ for how quick she was able to like turn things around and they're pretty much working by herself most of the time. Yeah, Sabaro's excellent. Um, yeah, but I'm going with Mrs. Fields cookies or Toll House or whichever cookie shop yeah. is in there. Those hot dog bites, though, that he mentions are wonderful. Yes. By the way, the only complaint I have about it is that if you get those, you're burping that up all day. Like that spicy mm. beef hot dog burps. Yeah, you know uh, the variety that you don't is the uh, the old the old hot dog pretzel at uh, Gnarly Knots. Yeah, that is that's good eating. Yeah, not quite as spicy of a dog, but just like good quality beef hot dog, great quality pretzel, and just like letting that sweat soak up into the pretzel. Yeah, yeah, dude. All right, next one's from our guy Ramblin' Grimace. Hey, Fats, you mentioned last week that Ben and Jerry's is a firm ice cream, and I know what you mean. It can be a difficult ice cream to eat when it's fresh from the freezer. My own way of dealing with this is to leave my Ben and Jerry's outside the freezer for 15 to 20 minutes to soften it up, and that seems to work splendidly for me. You probably don't want to exceed a half hour because you risk the ice cream becoming rather soupy. Okay. That, for me, that's very hard because once I've decided to eat ice cream, I want it mm -hmm. now. And I'll just yes. dig through. I'll just dig through the hard ice cream. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I've got ice cream, and I want it now. I appreciate that they're a firm ice cream. I feel sometimes like you know, mass-produced ice cream can be a little too soft sometimes. Yeah, I know it's it's custard, so it's technically different. But that's my one thing with Andes is if I want like a large concrete or whatever it's called there, by the end, it's gonna it's not gonna be ice cream. Yeah, it's warm. it's. Gonna very super. Yeah. Super and soupy. Super and soupy. All right. We got mm -hmm. one more before we wrap up. This is from Matt. He says, this past weekend, I was a guaranteed rate for a game and may have possibly had the best stadium food I've ever had. Being a Cubs fan, I don't make it to the south side often, so I knew I needed to come with an empty stomach in order to scarf down the maximum amount of food possible. That's how you do it, Matt. While being enticed by the normal ballpark food like hot dogs, popcorn, and nachos, I was drawn to a macaroni and cheese stand. I debated the options and ultimately went with the green chili white queso mac and cheese. Damn. Hell yes. It was like taking the queso you get at a Mexican restaurant and drowning a bowl of noodles in it. If you make it to a game this year, I couldn't recommend that dish enough. I also want to add that my wife and I recently tried Heisman's in Naperville after Rick's glowing review, and we absolutely loved the pork waffle fries. Oh, God. That is from mm. our buddy, Matt. Yeah, that's... I'm telling you, Heisman's is fantastic. And also, like... For it, you know the food at guaranteed rate is good when every it doesn't matter who you are, everybody is like, yes, they have better food. Oh, like, there's the no food doubt. There, like it's the fact that it's a thing. Ever, I know now it's a thing that every team has. You know, like the media day for their food and whatever. But I don't know if they were the first, but the White Sox were definitely ahead of the curve on making sure the food matters, having local stuff. And like giving a bunch of variety because it is, it's tough to beat what they have. I had those not hot chicken fries last year. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Was that insane? 
Yeah, <sighs> that was so damn good. Yeah, the food there is excellent. And it is tough. Like, you go to a ballpark and you kind of get the, like, these familiar smells, the popcorn, the brat. And the by the way, the brats at guaranteed rate are killer. Oh, yeah. The yeah, the, the Polish. Just perfect. Ooh. But explore a little bit if you go to a Sox game because it's not just like a loop of the same stuff. They've right. got some different options. So it's it's good to take a lap at a Sox game. And, and I know you can look up, like, basically get a scouting report ahead of time. So especially if you're on the 100 level, like, and you can. Yeah. Like you can set up a game plan of where you want to hit throughout the game. Like you can do some damage. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Once softball's over, I'm gonna get out to some games out there because I just like going to that park. I have a good time there. Yeah. It's it's, it's easy to get to. It's easy to navigate. Usually. Like it's it's great. Yeah. Love it. Even though I'm a All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's easier for you than schlepping it up to Wrigley all the time. That's true. All right, follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out Patreon and Spotify and all those options. And I'm fatmerch.com. We've still got those new designs up. And if there's not a sale when you check, check back a half hour later. There probably will be. And then youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast and subscribe, like each video. Even if you're not watching on YouTube, you're more of a podcast listener. Cool. Also, if you are a podcast listener, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe there, along with leaving us the old five-star rating and review. That helps us out plenty. And the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors. Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich.